the, the, the Verb is Love, 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 love. Welcome to the Verb is Love podcast. I'm your host, Lauren, and this is my sister in Christ, Chrissy, and we are the creators of the Verb Love. Yes. Hello, Thank everybody. Hey, How hey. you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you. Thank you. So this is um, my co-host, Lauren, and um, we appreciate you joining us on our Christian podcast, The Verb Love. Um, yes, I was, nice I was, to meet you. Nice to meet you, Lauren, as well. Yes, I was telling um, Lauren that, you know, we go back a few <laughs> years, like ninth grade, high, junior high, high school, and um you know, I we kind of watched each other grow up, you know, before you you moved out. So before I start telling your story, just tell uh, tell the, tell our listeners who you are, what you do, where you from, where you live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Stanley. My name is Stanley Robinson. Um, I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, me and Chrissy, the host, one of the co-hosts of the show, have been known each other since high school. Uh, we watched each other, like she said, grow over the years, and we've like, you know, we're blind. We was blind now. We can see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a hairstylist. I've been doing hair for like about 20 years, and um, that sustained me for so long. And um, now we're just at a different time in life. And like I said, we can see better. So it's you know, I still mm-hmm. do hair, but it's other things that have caught my attention over the past two or three years. So that's why I'm mm-hmm. here today. Nice, nice, Sarge. So I know um, the topic uh, that we want to dive into today is um, the power of belief. Yes. Doing things God's way. Yes, yes, Lauren. Thank you. The power of belief. And I know, Sarge, you and I, we had like a two and a half hour conversation the other day because we haven't spoken in a while you know we see each other on instagram and everything but it really felt good to like pick up the phone and just talk and you know catch up and we really got into a deep conversation about the power of belief and that's how i um ended up inviting him to to come on a podcast because he also expressed an interest in in starting a podcast so i'm like why not start with us okay (laughs) (laughs) so um you know, just just give us some background on your um your your walk with Christ, your spiritual your spiritual walk right now, Sarge. Because I know you know we we used to be a little ratchet <laughs> back in up. the day, <laughs> but you know God delivered us. You know, like He said, we blind, we Look, blind me too, <laughs> not alone, right? And um, you know, every day we we just trying to walk you know we're walking closer to God Do doing better. things his way yes doing better working on ourselves so yeah so what, what's your insight Sarge um you know early on I was raised in the church uh my mom took me every Sunday up until I felt like not going and we would stay home and mm-hmm. you know I always believed in God and but I never fully understood it Mm-hmm. so not understood it but understood God or you know right. just the word or you know so I had to grow up and when I grew up I decided to you know have a better understanding on my own as an adult mm-hmm. so I saw the world at a certain place and I tried to figure out like what would you know what would fix it it was a lot of things going on around me my mm-hmm. own life included and I tried to see mm-hmm. what would fix it uh, so it took me on a journey um, and it you know I found Christ, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, uh, a lot of things that I would research or a lot of things that I thought on my own were, they were leading me in the right direction, but they wasn't always right. And my mom yeah. asked me to read the Bible to have a better understanding. Right. And one day I picked up the Bible, you know, and it added value to the things that I already had been researching or the things that I had already mm-hmm. thought. It made things way clearer. Mm-hmm. I- so once I got it- yeah, once I got into it, I began to read the Bible and I began to understand that, you know, creation is first and then we create things. We create like limited things like, you know what I mean? We create mm-hmm. things that and not to say they're limited, but we are creators and we, you know, create the world that we live in right now. You know, we right. co-create with God. And right. I had to realize that through that creation, we had created a lot of limited things that took us away from our initial creation and our initial power. Mm -hmm. And 
and it also like for some of us it might have taken us away from God a little bit or right. mm. maybe not left us with the best understanding of who God is and the role he plays in our lives mm-hmm. and I'm so, glad just to yeah. speak off of that I'm glad that you said that because um, I actually had a conversation with someone recently and you did the research but you also picked up the word you know to find out the truth for yourself and some people don't do that mm-hmm. you know they research and then they're unclear and they're going off of this false truth and then it kind of makes you confused well yeah. that's what i did at first i did yeah. go off of a false truth mm-hmm. i felt like i had understood a lot of other things about just human beings before i came across you know everything about god himself like i right. you know from being just a human being, I understood that I began to understand that, you know, how is this reality created? And mm-hmm. I understood that what you give your attention to creates your reality. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I came to. And then what you believe, you know, controls that reality. Mm-hmm. So it was like things like that, just about human beings. And it took me on a path like that, just trying to understand creation. So my, like I said, my mom had to tell me to like pick up the Bible and right. You know, she would always tell me, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to pick up the Bible. It's not like I'm opposed to reading the Bible, you know, but she just had to take her hands off of me and, you know, ask God. Yeah. She prayed for for it. And when she prayed for it, he delivered it like he always does in an abundance. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I said, what you give your attention to grows. I was already on the path of giving it my attention, giving Mm -hmm. who we are, giving God. You know, I was just unclear. So once I began to read the Bible, it was already a momentum built. It just, so everything came mm-hmm. in way clearer after that. Like it just. Right. The pieces coming together. Yeah. It was so much information downloaded into me. It was like mm-hmm. overwhelming. And I began to overwhelm people around me with the information. Right. And <laughs> so it's I remember like, I used you know, to do that. They'd be like, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it, it's kind of disheartening, but I do yeah. get it just mm-hmm. being one foot in and one foot out mm-hmm. because you know, it's very disheartening. Like, once you know, you know, and you want to, like, whether we know it or not, we all love each other. And we want to, like, tell other people and get other people to know. Right. Absolutely. You know, the Bible talks about us being fishers of men. And we just have to plant the seed. You know, I never want to be the one to turn somebody away from Christ because I'm overloading them with so much Bible verses and all this information that they that their eyes haven't been open to yet. So you want to, you know, kind of spoon feed them. The Bible talks about milk. You know, you, you first give milk to a baby. You don't start them off with steak and potatoes, you know? Yeah. So when we babes in Christ, we need milk. But then as we grow, then we start to get more substance. So I had to learn that because when you excited and on fire for something, you just want to just, you know, tell everything, you know. And, and that's yeah. that's how I became. I became very aggressive with it. And my right. mom had to tell me she was like, you know, <laughs> Christ is an easy yoke. She's like, Christ is an easy yoke. You don't have to force it on people. Right. You know, and you have to meet people where they are. You can't yep. just. deliver a bunch of things that people might not need to hear or they might already know it's Mm -hmm. like you have to if you're truly helping people you have to listen to see where they are and what they need so i had to learn that yeah same here that's really true because i actually had a conversation was talking about that this weekend because i was kind of having like a somewhat debate but not a debate Mm -hmm. but the thing was they asked the question and that's what kind of gets me a little upset you know, people want answers. And then, you know, when you give them your, not even my truth, what the Bible says, mm-hmm. you know, they don't want to hear it. But I'm mm-hmm. like, how do you want to have an open conversation, but you're not really open, you know? So I then- think that also goes to interpretations, too, because, you know, there's so many denominations mm-hmm. of the Bible and you may have grown up Baptist. You may have grown up seven day Adventist. So right. it's also kind of releasing those preconditioned thoughts and things that we were taught and being open to really letting God and the Holy Spirit guide you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, getting back to your question, like my first, you know, just on my own podcast, I haven't started yet, but when I do begin it, Mm -hmm. my first agenda is definitely to, you know, just make people aware that Christ is our Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Come on. And that, um, you know, and just hopefully they find salvation and find peace. And, yes. you know, because there's a lot going on. And I think people should just, it's, you know, it transcends no matter what's going on. Like, you know, love mm-hmm. and the fact that Christ saved us and died for all of us. It's like, 
it's he left us with a, with a power and an understanding here to get us through. And right. it's not a game, and it really does make your experience here a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It does, and you know, life is not easy. <laughs> Let's no. not get it twisted. Um, life, but I seen this meme on Instagram, and it's like life with Jesus and life without Jesus and life with Jesus. The lady was just the, you know, the character was just floating and life <laughs> without Jesus. Yeah. They was drowning. They was like yeah. suffocating. They was you be like mountain climbing with your fingers bleeding. I know. <laughs> it's, you know, life without Jesus is, is, is hard, but then we see people and this is, this is something that, you know, my son, he'll, he'll ask me and it's hard to answer this question that maybe you guys have some insight, but he'll be like, mom, well, how come, you know, this Muslim or this atheist look like they got this big old house or they got this nice car. Um, you know, I thought life without Jesus, you don't get those things. And I'm, and I'm trying to explain it to him on a, you know, a fifth grade level, like, you know, a kid mm-hmm. level. And it's, it's very difficult to say, you know, well, wh- like, how, how would you explain that? Well, me I'm, personally, I'm, I'm very like well-versed in that area. Cause I'm like, you know, there are two types of, I mean, there are probably more, but I say there's two types of abundance here on earth mm-hmm. and there's, you know, it's like two things happening. It's not God or the universe. It's like, it's God, the almighty father that created all things. And he created the universe and he created the universe with certain laws right? and ways of like, you know, ways of movement. So what you put out, there will be a cause and effect for everything. No matter who you are, no matter what you believe in, there will be a cause and effect for everything. Mm -hmm. So if you work, you will be paid, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just, and that's all out of love. It's a blessing that it can be like that. So it doesn't really matter, you know, I don't know if it really matters what you believe in here or who you believe in. It's just one of the laws in the universe. You work, you will get paid. So you will have abundance that way. Mm -hmm. However, you know, there's a whole different type of abundance when you understand that Christ is your Lord and Savior and that the things that you do, Christ is working through you and you Mm -hmm. surrender yourself and allow Christ to work through you. And, you know, you are equipped with faith because faith will get you way more than any, any amount of work you'll ever put out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's to explain to those kids, like, don't be fooled by what other people have. It's just like, concentrate on your faith and understand, like, be able to recognize, you know, people who believe and people who they're not just abundant and material things they're abundant with peace also right like you know when you have christ in your life you know right yes absolutely that's a great answer so what i would um Mm -hmm. kind of say to that is all we have to remember that you know the devil rewards too so sometimes Mm -hmm. when you see you know these famous people who are devil worshipers you know they have all this money um the devil some, some rewards people too and we don't know behind the scenes they may have all this money but they could be miserable you know not mm-hmm. happy. and you know we always see the glitz and glamour but we don't know what's really going on basically right. a lot of these people are selling their souls just to get to where they need to be and at the end you know on this world like he was saying they may have this abundance but on the other side they can't take that with them right so I and that's yeah. Tell and that's the whole head. thing. It's not we know that we're not working. You know, when you're a true believer, you know that you're not working to have riches here on earth where you can't right. take anything with you. The people right. will break in and steal it. It will collect moths and all these things. It's like mm-hmm. you're working to serve here, so you will have riches in the kingdom of heaven. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where so I the goal go with is it. completely different too, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. where I go with it. Um, you know, God knows the heart. So, yeah, they might be Muslim or atheist and it seemed like they have all these things, but God knows the heart. And only that, not only that, it's the afterlife. You know, where are they going? <laughs> because this, people this have is to temporary. I mean, yeah. people have to believe in that, but it's to understand that before you were a human being, you were, you know, sperm or egg, you know, implanted in your mother and father. You were mm-hmm. actually liquid before you were a human being. Right. It's like you literally transformed from liquid into a human being. Mm-hmm. You know, a baby that's a man, that's a woman that's able to make, reproduce more of yourselves. Right. So you actually were something before you were a solid human being. And so that's the perfect example to let you know you'll be something after being a solid human being. Right. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. 
And it is, I mean, there is a, there is, I mean, we truly are energy and, you know, energy does not die. It transforms and right. it's up to you. And you, this is the time where your energy does have a physical consciousness to keep moving forward in the direction that you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, we've been given the chance to like, see who we are, believe in our creator and move forward beyond like, you know, beyond this world. Absolutely. You know, um, God tells us that once, you know, the body is just a shell, mm-hmm. you know, that holds, that holds our spirit, that holds our our soul, you know, and, and the body tells us that once we're absent from the body, we're back present with the Lord. So, you know, to those who actually believe now, I, I used to use this fear tactic, you know, for, for, for the non-believers, because I'm like, if you don't accept Jesus Christ while you're alive, once you die, it's a wrap. I'd be thinking like you're going to be like entangled in the universe. Yes. It's like, I don't know. I feel like, like, I mean, even the believers know all things will go away and all things will be made new. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, sometimes I do think it's, you know, the non-believers, the good, the bad, the ugly. Like, you know, he said all things will be made new. He didn't yeah. say, you know, when you look up all in the dictionary, it's all things. Like, right. You know, it's not those people or these people. It's all things. Right. It's, you know, we're, we literally are like the action behind his thoughts, the action behind God's consciousness. We are like, he created us and he loves us. Here's not, I don't feel like he's going to throw us away if we've made a mistake or we, you know, but it's very imperative. However, for people to believe in the creator here and not believe in their everyday functions, you know what I mean? It is. It's, it's, it's very important. And, and God gives us basically one command to come to him and that's just to believe i, was gonna say, I mean it's, so simple. It's, it's just to believe mm-hmm. you know i mean he's not he's not the type of guy and quite frankly i'm not the type of person either that wants to force anything on anybody right but and we you know, love we, people so much so we want to save people it's not we really do want to save people yeah, but it's not gonna another, be forced mm-hmm. that's another thing too i feel like like what he was saying, like sometimes it's not for like sometimes it just needs to be said because some people are just they don't know. So for right. me, I feel like I have to say it because I don't want the blood on my hands if I don't, you know. Right. So we have to make sure, you know, if they don't take it, they don't take it. That's on them. But at least we did our part, to, you know, to let them know about Christ. You're absolutely right. And I understood that just recently this past month because I was that person that was like I said, I was aggressive. I had a spiritual ego. I just like it was just like so much information was downloaded. I felt like I knew it all so clear. Mm-hmm. And it was like I wanted to force it on people. And my mom had to tell me, she was like, you know, the whole seed planting thing. You have to be comfortable mm-hmm. with planting a seed, yeah. you know, and somebody else will come along and water it. Somebody else will take the flower home, you know, yeah. watch it grow. And the thing is, is like, like I said, I remember being a person who didn't know, who was so unaware who, right, you know, right. was living this experience harder than I had to, mm-hmm. you know, not mm-hmm. having peace or whatever sometimes. And if I could relieve somebody of that, I'm, I'm going to be right there. I had to realize also that you might you, you might not get everybody. And if you yeah. get one person, it's victorious. Even yes. if you get nobody, you're still victorious because the right. thing is, you it's almost like you're not working for those people you're not working for the validation and approval or you're not working for the victory of gaining the soul you're more so doing an assignment for god so exactly. whether those people come or not he knows you did your assignment you have mm-hmm. to do your assignment yeah yeah, yeah we talked to, i talked about that last week about um because i shared with our listeners how i i was running from my assignment you know god gave me specific instructions and I didn't want to do it. I wasn't ready. I had <laughs> doubt. I had fear. And because of that, I suffered greatly. Mm. Just like Jonah in the be- belly of the well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were talking about that. <laughs> um, because, you know, you try to run from your assignment, whatever that heart. may be. You can't do it. You <laughs> have to. When God say, you know, because like you said, Sarge, we on this, we on this earth to serve. Mm-hmm. Like our our number one objective is to serve. And why are we people. serving? Because we're being served. You that's right. I mean? We're being right. served with breath every day. So yes. that's why you have to serve. Yeah. yeah, you have to. And um, it's not that I didn't want to serve. It's just that I didn't want to do it God's way. 
Yeah. And so because I didn't do it God's way, I had all these repercussions, you know, mm-hmm. with my job and um I'm like facing um termination now, you know, and it's it was like if I had a did it when God told me to do it two years ago, you I wouldn't be in this point. Yep. And I just, you know, I'm I'll be telling people like I'm an open book. You can ask me anything because at this point I'm not ashamed. I have no shame. I have no guilt. I have no regrets. God orchestrated my life the way it needed to be orchestrated so that I can help someone else come through right. the trials and tribulations that I went through. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about us being teenage moms, Lauren and I, um, you know, sexual promiscuity and the things that we can't that we did as teenagers and growing up that helped shape us. But also so that we can help the next the next teenage mom or the, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The next person yeah. coming up in our shoes. So, so it brings purpose to your situation. Exactly. More more. Yeah. Exactly. Purpose mm-hmm. is powerful. And sometimes it takes a long time to realize why you had to go through something mm-hmm. until you meet someone younger than you and you are the only one that can answer a question for them. Exactly. And it lifts, it lifts that weight of the world off your shoulders at that moment. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's quicker than soon, you know, sooner than later, but right. you will see the purpose and why you had to go through things. Right. Right. Definitely. And it feels so good, you know, not knowing that, you know, you're not the only one going through this. And then yeah. by you sharing your testimony, you're, you're able to help someone else. So, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Um, Lauren Lauren is real big on testimony. <laughs> she got. <laughs> I love a miracle story, too. Like a I miracle a story. <laughs> I know. Uh, we just was talking about her. Uh... <laughs> Definitely. I do my. Um, um testimony Tuesdays I let people share their stories but I think it's like so powerful because um someone's testimony helped change my life and it helped me share my story so I definitely agree with it because when you share your story you're not only setting others free you're actually healing yourself in the process so yes that is is so good yeah I think it's I think it's like us by ourselves in this world and I think it's like people are manifested in our experience to mm-hmm. to give us the opportunity to exemplify kindness, love, mm-hmm. compassion, empathy. And it's like, I feel like some of my friends don't like when I say it, but I truly do feel like it's us by ourselves and people are manifested in our experience so we can exemplify those qualities. Mm-hmm. However, we are manifested in their experience for them to exemplify the qualities. Exactly. So the polarity or duality of the world is, it's not whether we're here by ourselves or we're all here together. It's like a simultaneous thing. We're mm-hmm. here by ourselves and simultaneously here together. Together. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're born into this world by yourself. Your you walk is your walk. Yourself. Yeah, you're going to die by yourself. Yeah. And your walk is your, with God is one, a personal connection by mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, I, I tell a, my yeah. kids, I'm That's like, true. listen, I can't, I can't answer for your sins. You know, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Go to God. Like, you have to have your own relationship with God. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely Because there literally that. is a force that's only working for you. When mm-hmm. you're born, the breast smoke is not going to somebody else's mom for you. It's going to your mom directly for you. Right. Simultaneously, God is caring about the whole world. But he's it's a certain field of energy that's only directed to you. Right. And it's not to take anything away from anybody else. However, it's only directed to you. Yeah. And there's the field of energy in which you operate in and a field of energy that's only catering to you simultaneously doing everything to cater to the world also. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I'm God's only child. I mean, he just, when I just look back on everything he brought me from and just how he. You, you be know, like, where do you got the time to do it for everybody? I know. Else? Right? Okay. <laughs> I'll be you. That's why God is God. You know, you, that's why I love him so much. I love yeah. him so much. Like, it's just crazy. My love for God. And going back to belief, like you said, it's not one thing in this world that we do without believing. Yeah. Not one wow. thing. I don't care if it's That's good true. or bad. Mm-hmm. It's, and I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, and part of my podcast is about slowing down and under, because most people would be like, no, no, what are you talking about? Right. But part of it is like slowing down and really understanding how we as human beings operate. Mm-hmm. There are 300, 400, 500 shows on Netflix to keep us away from understanding how a human being operates. Mm-hmm. And 
you'd be surprised people don't understand that everything they do, they believe they are doing it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't matter so if it's true. good or bad. And, you know, we as Christian believers know that God meets us at belief. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it doesn't always look good. It doesn't always look bad. And we will be judged accordingly. Right. Or, you know, you will reap the benefits or suffer the consequences. However, you will be met and able to do what you believe you want to do. That's right. That's that free will that God Absolutely. gives us. Again, it's not forced. Yeah. It's not for us. Nothing God gave us the power to do is it's not going to be forced by him. You know, right. he allows us, he gave us free will. He gave us a brain. And he gave um, us instructions, you exactly. know, and commands. And we have a, a choice to understand those commands from our creator and align them with the, you know, our actions. Or not. Yeah, or, or not. not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's a, a there's, he gives us power of choice. Right. Yeah. You know, so we do have the choice to do it or not. Mm-hmm. And, and then, it's not up for anyone on this earth to judge what that choice is. Yeah. Right. That's only for God to judge. Yeah. And, and God tells us, it's too. like, you know, he tells us he's a healing God, but don't come to me to be healed. Come to me because you believe he can't mm-hmm. heal you if you don't believe he exists. Right. Or, you know, and it, it's, it's like that with every single thing. It shows you the power of belief. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people spend time here arguing about what we all believe in versus and when we do that i get it it's a very physical thing to argue about what we all believe in Mm -hmm. and all these opposing beliefs however when you do that sometimes you lose the concept of belief and the power of belief and the point of belief is y'all can believe anybody can believe whatever they want god is going to meet you at your belief right and it's to understand when when that happens your whole experience in this world right next to everybody else will change it's not like you can literally believe what you want and experience things and this you can experience this world totally different than everyone right next to you. And it's mm-hmm. already happening. It literally is already happening. Yes. You already experience the world completely different. So when people sometimes have limitations, they have to understand, like, don't have any limits based on what other people are doing or not doing because you have your own relationship. He's going to meet you at your belief and you'll experience things based on that. That's right. Um, my pastor talked about that um, ironically because you know Satan. We we know we know what his role is here, right? Right. Distraction. Distractions, division, and mm-hmm. he's really using division right now with this COVID thing because yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, you're not vaccinated. Oh my gosh, you're not wearing a mask. You're not doing. So it's like, listen, you didn't get the vaccine. That's your belief. You got the vaccine, that's your belief. Guess what? I believe that God is going to take care of you in relation to your relationship with him. So if you're like, God, I want to get this vaccine because, you know, I work in this healthcare setting or I don't want to lose my job because they forcing me to get this vaccine or else I'm going to lose my job. I do not believe that the most high wants us to lose our jobs over a vaccine. So in that case, it's like, okay, if you got to get the vaccine to keep your job, get the vaccine to keep your job. But guess what? I believe that God will protect your body if you believe that God will protect your body. Absolutely. It's all about what you believe. Absolutely. Because you don't do one thing in this world without belief. Without belief. Everything you do, it could be good. It could be bad. It could be indifferent. You have, you believe, you believe you're doing something bad. You believe you're about to do something good. It's everything starts with the belief and it truly shows you the power of the belief and him meeting you at your belief is the physical manifestation of what you're doing. He's like, you believe it. And then it's physically exemplified in your actions. Right. It starts in the heart and the Bible tells us that too. And I was told that before, um, Chrissy mm-hmm. when not just well I guess it's pretty much belief too but with the power of the tongue because that's belief because right you are what you say and I was yep. telling you about this story how the young lady but it was because she kept saying it she's like I'm always hot I'm always feeling like I'm burning up and she went to see the doctor and the doctor was like well do you always say you're hot and then he had her watch what she was saying and she stopped saying it for a few weeks and the symptoms went away. Mm. I agree, like with the power of the tongue, basically it's something that you believe. You're believing certain things or you've heard it somewhere before. That was in your head. Yeah. And like I, like I was so, saying earlier, what you give your attention to grows. Mm-hmm. So when you give I'm hot your attention, 
the universe is yeah, going to make like that grow. Right. Exactly. You just so yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like you said. Um, um, it's like you said, Lauren. It's like one is believing it. Then you up the vibration of your belief by actually speaking. Yeah. Then it's yeah. like you know it ties in. It's so many mechanisms to it. It's like you believe it. You up the vibration by speaking it. Then it's like what you is like literally like that's the power of our attention. It's like it's not just what you give your attention to. It's understanding what your attention does. And what your attention does is it grows the things you give your attention to. It brings you more of what you give your attention to. So when you give your attention to these things, it's like it actually grows it. And it's to be very careful on what you're giving your attention to. Everything, no matter what it is, whether it's, you know, a a project that you want to work on, you're going to give it your attention until it's completed. Whether it's something bad you want to work on, you're going to give it your attention until it's completed. Right. it is your attention that grows that into its physical manifested state or until it's you know outcome it's ending outcome you know and it worked and it's like god told us speak life it's it's a it's a blank world waiting for us to create it by what we believe by what we say by what we Mm -hmm. think Mm -hmm. absolutely and just be be careful because we supposed to be acting out of love here (laughs) yeah (laughs) You'll because the lie. universe is a mirror and that's all that will be reflected back to you yeah. when you act out of love yes the only thing that can be reflected back is love that's you know right I mean? that's right yeah sometimes you reap that's why I what you say yeah. so i won't so i make sure i'm showing love I'm like let me back down i know because it truly is a mirror turn to something else let me go lord yeah <laughs> let me turn it down <laughs> <laughs> We will talk about that. Yeah, we will talk about that. Uh, I mean, that's basically you read what you sow. You know, some people say um, an eye for an eye or, you know, how the world put their own spin Yeah, they say law of attraction or, you know, in the Bible. It's all the same. It's all the same. You're going to get what you put out. Mm -hmm. And I think that people should understand, like, or just we all, like, you know, whoever who don't know. I know I didn't know for a while, and I just kind of recently understood the scripture where he's like, you're not fighting flesh and blood. You're fighting spiritual, you know, spiritual demons and other realms. Yeah. And it, I, it pertains to how life is created on the inside of us, and then we live it. And I mm-hmm. think for so long, I used to live a life every day, and I would come home and feel a way about it. And I would, you know, I didn't like this today, or I didn't like that, or that person treated me like this. And, you know, blaming everything outside of me and not seeing my part in it. Mm. And... Mm. It helped. So if I never knew that life was created inside of me and I thought life just happened on the outside, I would never understand that scripture. You know, you're not fighting flesh and blood. You're fighting demons and heavenly realms. Right. The thing is, the devil knows where life is created. He knows a lot of humans might not know. So if the devil knows that life is created on the inside, what the devil does is he limits you in belief. He gets mm-hmm. you to go along with your own idea instead of God's idea. Right. So, you know, he gets you to doubt yourself. So when you do that from the inside, you have no choice but to for it to physically exemplify itself and the tragedies that we live every day sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. by the time it physically manifests, it's almost too late. And then we're like attacking a world outside of us, not realizing that all those things happen because it lived inside of us. Inside first. of us, that's yeah. right. Um, that Bible verse that you're referencing is Ephesians six twelve. We like to give our Bible verses out so people can oh, like fact check, check us. What we're yeah. saying is directly in the Bible. Ephesians six twelve says, "For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in this heavenly realms." And that's the NIV version. Yeah, and but, I had a client the other day. She asked mm-hmm. me, "Well, Stan." What is the spiritual world or where is the how? Well, and I told her, I said, the spiritual world, like we live in the physical all world. All around the, us. The yes. spiritual world is basically like our thoughts, our beliefs, our like what we feel, what we think, what we like. That's the spiritual world because that's where your belief is limited. That's where you're going along with your idea instead of God's idea. It's like uh, the spiritual world literally exists in the the world before it's physically manifested. Like I said, like the world has started inside of you. It's like they tell you the spiritual warfare is in your mind or the, mm-hmm. it's the spiritual warfare and the battlefield is in your mind. So that's where the spiritual realm is. It's in your mind. It's, you know, it's what you're thinking, what you're believing, what you're allowing yourself to take in with your attention. 
you know, right. like the, the distractions. It's like all those things are getting caught up in the spiritual world. And from that, that's where life is created at, in the spiritual world. We live in a physical world. So that's it starts in the physical. I mean, the spiritual. Then we live it in the physically manifested world. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we got, you know, I always try to tell people about fear, you know, because I struggle with fear because it's like doing something different change, you know, that brings about that spirit of fear when you, it's the unknown. And I had to keep reminding myself of second Timothy chapter one, verse seven, because God specifically tells us for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power. Yes. Yes. Power and of love and of a sound mind. So Mm -hmm. if God hasn't given, if God is telling you, I didn't give you a spirit of fear, then where does the spirit of fear come from? The devil. Outside of us. Absolutely. Or the devil. Yeah. Absolutely. It's not from God. So you got to remember that anytime, and I like to encourage our listeners, anytime you're feeling fearful, doubtful, um, you know, just scared of the unknown, remember that verse, Second Timothy, because that's not a that's not a spirit of God. So you gotta no. recognize it and you gotta shut it down because you know, oh my God, the devil is attacking. This is not from God. Yeah. This fear that I'm feeling, this Scariness is not from God. And we know we have a natural innate of fear in, in, inside of us. Not yeah, like say, you hear somebody yeah. shooting. Of course, you're going to be, be fearful. Yeah. But I'm talking about like with the unknown, you know, taking new chances, following what God's when doors is opening, opportunities is knocking and you scared to take them. You know, yeah. that right. type of fear. Yeah, that's the devil limiting you in belief. And your exactly. Thoughts. Yep. Yeah. And that's the power of belief. Or and it's, and, it's, and, it's, and the thing is, once you get that bad feeling of fear or that bad feeling of like fear of the unknown, we begin to overthink it and overthink it. Yeah. Then what mm-hmm. like it goes back to what you give your attention to grows. So yeah. now that you're giving your attention to the fear of jumping into the unknown, it begins to grow and yeah. you begin to become more fearful. Exactly. And then you don't go along with it. And yeah. like like they're like um like y'all said, like uh, you know back to like the limited limited beliefs or how the devil will make you go along with your own idea instead of God's idea. Throughout this time, I had to realize some thoughts I reach for and some thoughts are given to me by God. It's just mm-hmm. some thoughts we reach for, we go to look for, and some thoughts really come to us. Some ideas really come to us. Oh, so yes. it's like sometimes we ask God for things that we want and God gives us the idea on how to get it. Mm-hmm. We'll sit around and we'll discuss it with friends and family and see, since they don't know what we ask God for, that plan sounds weird. It sounds like, what are you talking about? Right. And we would, sometimes we'll doubt ourselves and we will eventually sometimes go along with our own physically limited ideas. Mm-hmm. You know? And talk and ourselves out. And you know what the trick is? The trick is we'll become really successful and have a lot of money off of our own physically limited ideas. So it's not to say you won't win with your own ideas. It's just to understand that God's ideas, he has the better plan. Mm -hmm. What you're going to do is going to be way more bigger, way more revolutionary with his ideas than anything (laughs) you could ever do with your own ideas. Yes, we talked about that last, last podcast. And so it's like, it's a very too. tricky thing because you'll be tricked with abundance. You'll yep. be tricked with success and you'll be winning and not understanding that, yeah, you went along with your great idea, but your greatest idea, your greatest accomplishment is nothing, nothing. compared to what his nothing. idea was and going to bring the, you. And that's the thing too. Like you'll, that's where you're going to be right there because you're, yeah. you're going to be limited, but with yep. God it's endless. He will make it so much bigger and so much greater. And yeah. I was talking about that today um, earlier, kind of like the imposter. You feel like you can't do this. You feel like you're not qualified. But as we were saying earlier, we really have to stop doubting ourselves because just because mm-hmm. you don't feel qualified, God will make you qualified. God will open the doors. God will open the rooms, put you in places in front of people that you won't he do before. it. Won't he oh, yeah. do it? <laughs> Yeah, so, and I've seen it happen. That's why I I have literally seen it happen. It happened over me. and over and over. Yes, yeah. yes. Even me being to here me. today with you guys, it, it's happened. Yeah, you know, like I said, I've been downloaded with information for two years. I thought I had it. Like I think I just got it. Like down to a science, like it's clear as day. Everything, and it's like you know, I was going through my own spiritual battle, starting my own podcast, feeling very limited, feeling very doubtful, just being held back. And mm-hmm. I asked God, allow this, please 
allow this, like, because like she said, if you don't let it out and if you don't speak the words to people that he's delivering to you, it will feel like it's burning a hole inside of you. It, it literally, mm-hmm. it's like a fire inside of you. It, like, you will literally, like, just wait. This opportunity really is a breakthrough month for my own personal spiritual battle, you know? Yeah, I know. And I told, I'm telling you, Sarge, I'm like, He's like, I've been thinking about doing a podcast. I'm like, what? I, we got a podcast. And, you know, it's just how the how God just He aligns. opened the door. Yes, yeah. I was going to yep. say. He aligns things, peoples, and places to give you confirmation that this is what I you need you right to do. Straight. Yes. Yep. And so this, this is, is what cool I'm commanding you to yeah. do. Right. So I told Sarge, next we're going to be on his podcast, Lauren. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> his word does not come back void. And he will At deliver all. and way bigger than what you ever asked for. Amen. And yes. it's, it's literally not a game. It's, nope. you know, before it always seemed so churchy or all like, you know, right. but I just want people to understand that it's not a churchy thing. It's like, no, it is. Who we who created us, and it's to understand that he created us with the ultimate favor, with the best plan. He wants to see us do like the greatest things ever. Yes. It's like he said he's promised us freedom, property, and life. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He told us action is given, speak life. It's almost like a world of animation if we wanted it to be. We make things so serious here. You know, it's like we right. literally could be nothing is so like one way monolithic. Yeah. Everything is so broad and open, and you can do anything. It's just do it with love, right? Right. And take God with you, you know. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere, amen. And it's just about (laughs) surrendering too. It's about surrendering because what I did learn is this: like one of the last things is like I understood like how we have our own thoughts, and Mm -hmm. then we go to we think something, we believe something, we say something, and we begin to put action to it. The thing is, that's where kind of we go wrong. When they say surrender, it's like, no, you have to surrender your own mind. Because again, you don't have the best plan. Exactly. The clear clear air in front of you cares more about you than you do. And it's a tricky thing for people to understand. I used to be, you know, I used to be a cigarette smoker. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the clear air in front of me cares more about me than me smoking a cigarette. Right. You know, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) The clear air in front of me ain't blowing cigarette smoke in my face. I am. So it's like, it's to understand, like, so Mm -hmm. it truly is to understand that it's our thoughts and we put action to it. We have Mm -hmm. to surrender our thoughts because we truly do live the consciousness of God. That's why everything is through his will. We we are the action to his thoughts. He's allowed us to be the physical action. Absolutely. Yeah. When we we surrender our own brains and surrender our own thoughts and don't want what we want, but want what he wants for us. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Everything gets way greater, greater than we could have ever imagined. Yes. Now, two verses come to mind. Number one, lean not into come your on. own understanding. Yeah. Period. Lean yeah. not. <laughs> and then God also says yeah. in um, Isaiah 55, he tells us that my thoughts are not your, your thoughts. thoughts. Neither yeah. are your ways my ways. Yeah. You know, God tells and you be clear. Yes. So when it goes back to the vaccine, the vaccine is not wrong or right. Right. What's wrong or right in the vaccine is you being led by God and making a conscious choice with God what you're going to do. Right. For you. Because everybody around you is getting it. Or saying to get it. Because the government is making you get it. Get a vaccine because you've talked to God about it and you he's uh, let you know that that's the right thing to do in your life. Right, and that's that's the only because it could be a shot of poison. It could literally be a shot of poison. But if you if you're led to do it based on your job, based on your children, based on whatever, guess what? He guess who created the shot of poison? Guess who created the person that's giving it to you? Guess who created you? Guess who created everything here? God. God. Nothing enters this world without God. Right. So it's to understand that He has nothing but love and favor for you. So if you're putting Him first, there's no way. Any we- any weapon form is going to prosper. Absolutely. You better. Absolutely. Go no weapons. Ain't that a word? <laughs> That's a word. Because I'm he created so everything. tired of this whole division. And you can just yes. see it. You can see Satan's plan. We yes. so busy going back and forth instead of, you know, worrying about a solution, you know, with this mm-hmm. whole COVID. The solution to COVID is who we are. That's the thing that the, we have to understand, like, the devil don't want us to know who we are. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's like, 
I always feel like God sees us. He might not see what we do as perfect, but I believe that a perfect God created a perfect people. Yeah. And I believe that who we are is perfect. Now, what we do might not be perfect. I it's don't not think perfect. he sees what we do as perfect, but who we are is perfect. Yes, they we're don't fearfully want... and wonderfully made. He tells yeah, us Yeah, but that. the government wouldn't want us to know that we're perfect. And it... The thing is, because, again, life is created in the inside. So guess what? When I when I believe, when I sit there and look at myself the way God created me, it's perfect. I might not do everything perfect, but right. who, who I am before my own free will is perfection. And I have a choice to follow him. So that's mm-hmm. perfect. I have a choice to follow his perfect will. That's as right. perfect as I can be to right. follow his perfect will. Listen, and, and I are awesome. made in God's image. Yep. You don't get no more perfect than that. And when you embody that feeling that God sees us like that and he created us like that, it makes you feel luxurious in the inside. Absolutely. And if life is created Royalty. in the inside, guess what? If you feel luxurious in the inside and that's where life is created at, you're going to exemplify luxury on the outside. Yes, you're going to exhibit that. Yeah. Go ahead, Lauren. I think one of the um, problems is, too, is that not just with that, we need to surrender. I think we also, like, we have a solution, but not letting God be the solution. Mm-hmm. I think when everybody truly surrenders and understand it don't matter if we have a vaccine or not, that God is still in control. Right. And we, can yes. see we still going through the same mess as we were originally, but I feel like it's because everybody want to do something. Everybody trying to make a solution. But I feel like when we give God our full yes and surrender, then God can, you know, ease this down a little bit for us. But until yeah. then, it's going to be a hot mess. Listen. And Lauren, you're absolutely right. It's like a full yes. It's a trust. It's more, it's trust. It's yes. like understanding, I don't care what the anybody is saying. It's literally a trust factor there that it's not just being mm-hmm. a believer. It's literally walking out the house every single day and every moment, trusting that he's right there. He's going to take care of everything. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's like no matter what anybody says, I don't care what the news said, what the other people said. It's like mm-hmm. no, it's a, they tell you on the money, trust God. <laughs> yeah, okay, trust in God. In God we trust. <laughs> in God we trust. That's the best yeah. thing they do. And he tell you, he's like, choose the day you gonna serve him or money. And even on that money, they say, trust God. <laughs> right. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> okay. He put the last message right there. Trust God. Yes. Right, money. right there. So, you know, it's going to take some people some time to get to get the message, you know, but we just going to keep spreading love. That's what we do. We the Verb Love Podcast because God is love and we truly believe that we're not here to condemn or, you know, down talk anybody's religion because first of all, religion is, is not from God. Um, that's man-made. Let's just start there. Yeah. Um, so we're not here to bash anybody. The whole thing is, it's all about love. God yeah. is love. And we need people to understand that Jesus died for the world, but only, you know, God said the road to destruction is wide and the road to salvation is narrow. We already know not everybody's going to take this, this word and live off of it. We already right. know, but we can't stop. And we just want to keep going. And it's about sending less every day. Every day you just try to send less. That's you know? it. That's in love more. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Come on. Because, because <laughs> what did I tell you the opposite of love is? You did something the opposite. <laughs> That's look. <laughs> selfishness. Selfishness. Yes, absolutely. Selfishness. Yep. It's selfishness because when you all about yourself, uh, you're not worrying about your ne- your neighbor or answer. your brother. I'm not- <laughs> I just was talking about this. You're selfish. Yes. Yeah. Those those are the the people I can't be around the most. I just was telling my husband the other day. I'm like, listen, I can't be around nobody selfish. Any and I know mm-hmm. God says, you know, love your enemy. But I just got to love him from a distance because my heart is too big. <laughs> to like, be getting all yes, pushed over like that. Exactly. Come on now. And, I, I've, and, you know, people say, Chrissy, you changed. And it's not that. I mean, I did change for the better. However, right. I, I'm just not a doormat. I, you know, I used to be. But I'm not mm-hmm. anymore. I toughened up. And that's just because I love you enough to love me more, to not let you walk all over me. beating me up like Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. It's hard. But you just got to keep praying for people like that. No, that's that's the best thing we could do. 
And it's like, you know, where you can, I feel like, you know, I feel like those are the people who actually need the acts of kindness and the acts of love. Yes. Even when they're, it's like, we want, we should, I feel like we should overwhelm them with love and acts of kindness because those are the people that need it the most. They need to spit out hate and be uh, counteractive with love. So they can see how it works. And, you know, and I feel like it's to act like that until it does begin to maybe take away a a place of peace within yourself. Mm -hmm. And when it begins to, you know, come for your own peace then yeah you got to put it in god's hands yeah 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 Yeah. and that's you know that's why i had to leave a lot of people (laughs) in god's hands you know give it up to the lord but you know starch i'm so i'm so proud of you yes i was gonna say did y'all see that like real when they're like um if I if I don't fix it, I'm gonna let God fix it because if I do, oh, I'm yeah. going to jail. <laughs> Wait, say that again, Lauren. The, the video is like, I'm gonna let God fix it because if I fix it, I'm going to jail. That's what yeah. made me think of it. No, we've been talking about that all week. Yeah. I was yes, I'm gonna let God fix it because I, I just can't. I can't with some people. You know, and evil, <laughs> like we already know this is this is the enemy's playground, like this place right here. You know, God is letting Satan, you know, do what he do for now. And it's it's very hard to combat the evils of this world because it's it's everywhere, like everywhere you turn, it's like craziness, even in our own city in Philly. Yeah. You know, so like you said, Sarge, we just gotta combat it with love. They pray and up. it's like, and we have to understand like who we truly are, and not what we created or what they programmed us to be. Because the thing about it is, I realized before the pandemic, we all had a choice to believe in God or to mm-hmm. be spiritual, or you know something like that. But since the pandemic, with you know the whole planet being stopped for a year and a half to two years, it, it allowed me to see that. As soon as it happened, I realized this is not about money. It's not about politics. No. It's about existence. And it's about yeah. God. And it's about mankind. And right now is a it's God's way of giving people a chance to come back. Come back. Because yeah. something is about to happen here. Yes. To you're going to have to know who you are as the spirit inside. Because yeah. I feel like something's going to happen here that yeah. your human body might not be able to handle right only the spirit inside will be able to handle it and it's a time for preparation to get people to understand who they truly are so when you approach with different things the spirit inside you knows how to react versus your physically limited human self exactly you know what i'm saying yes yes preach and it's like who we are transcends every issue it really Mm -hmm. does Mm-hmm. And it's like only when we don't know who we are will we battle with all those issues. Yeah, they become weapons. We succumb. Of, yeah, yep. they become weapons of fury when you don't know who you are. When you know who you are, yep. you know none of those weapons will ever prosper. So I know. keep it moving. You know? I you know better go Do you know who your father is? When she, yeah. you know, she called me crying, overwhelmed at school, or you know, oh. this this guy broke her heart, and I'm like, girl, okay, girl, go bye. ahead and cry. Go ahead and cry. You know, get your tears out, but you don't stay there because do you know who your yep. father is? Yep. Yep. That's yeah. his loss. You know, yeah. you got this. Yeah, these these assignments is hard and, you know, you got a lot of them. But you do you know the spirit that operates within you? You know, with God, all things are possible. Not yeah. some things, all, all things. things. He wants to yes. take you exactly where you want to go, but better, but far. Exactly. No. Your mind can't even comprehend. No, and what I, God you know what? Is. That's where I come from. I'm like, I can't wait to, now that I'm like, you know, truly tapped in and... Mm-hmm understanding and you know able to like to see the love and the favor that's here like i never back in the day i never really understood like blessed and highly favored i always thought yeah. it was like something churchy and i'm like well, where? you know i get it like you know blessed and highly favored but no i truly understand what it means now yeah like we truly are blessed and highly favored it the is only, it's like the, the the world the government they don't want us to know we're blessed and highly favored right they don't want us nope. to access that they want us to live from the two and not the one. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we really are. That's true. Like that's in, what the but... devil, that's what the dark energy is. It's like that's not knowing. Mm-hmm. The only, I, I feel like that's what the devil is, not knowing. It's like God says the people will perish because of lack of knowledge. And he's yeah. like, know thyself. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, what you should know is yourself because who you are is very powerful. He who he who is in you is greater. It's like yes. you have to know yourself. Then he that's in the world. Then yeah. he's talking about the enemy because the yeah. enemy is in the world. Yeah. But he that's in you is greater. God said, I overcame the world. 
And he, I feel like got, he's even talking about us being physically in the world. Him inside of us is even greater than us here. You know? In the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Don't you know? But, Sarge, you know, you got to come back. You got yes. to come back again. I definitely because will. this was just so, <laughs> I mean, riveting and exciting yeah. and informational. I mean, it's just, I love having these candid conversations about our love for Christ because it's just so strong. And I don't, you know, I will go, not go at it like Lauren said, because, you know, you want to talk about it in love. But <laughs> I will, like... <laughs> Go back and forth with anybody. No, I want to go hard. Not, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who, right. Who, who's not a believer? Because I'm, I'm gonna break it down and show you why you should be a believer. Yeah. You know, and that's all. That's all. And I you know what it is do. when it's you know by, when you know by yourself, it's like you will live this majestic experience by yourself through Christ. Mm-hmm. You truly mm-hmm. will. However. When the whole world knows, it creates a wonderland. It bridges the gap from heaven to earth. Yes. It creates momentum of belief. It's not just like, you know, it's, it's to understand like a belief and then the momentum of belief when you have all the energies lined up, all yes. the children lined up believing. Like it, it changed, like, because the thing is, what you believe, what you say, what you think, what you do, it will create your own experience. Mm-hmm. However, what everybody thinks, believes, and says is what yep. the collective experience. Absolutely. And when the collective understands that, if let me tell you this, unless everybody loves the death, this world and the way it's working, they will want to jump on board with understanding this because it ain't one bad thing in store for you. It ain't nobody on this earth that said X and you're giving it. It ain't nobody here that says action is given. It ain't nobody here that says they're meeting you at your belief. Or it ain't nobody here that's saying speak life and I'm going to make it happen. Nobody here says that. Only the the creator. And if everybody is on board with that, it will change this whole world into a wonderland in a split second. Yeah. Right. Right. It really would. Like literally. All things are possible to those who believe. You know, and and even here's, here's the trick. Even when things you going through storms, even when things are not looking good, even when you dealing with death or whatever, you know, negative connotation the world mm-hmm. may give, you got to remember all things works for the good of those that love the Lord. All yeah. things. So yeah. whatever it is, and it, you, you know, we're human, even God, even Jesus wept. So we know that we're going to have emotions. But mm-hmm. you got to go back to your belief. Once again, yep. the power of belief. You got to yep. go back to what you believe. And mm-hmm. you got to believe in this word. Every word that comes out of this Bible, you got to yep. believe it. Like they say, it don't get easier, you get better. That's right. Exactly. You get stronger. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because that's the thing. God gives you love, but he also makes you strong. That's and right. Part, I feel like part of it, like we all come here with strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But... Our strengths, I feel like, that we come here with is just gifts of love and favor. It's like what makes us strong is overcoming those weaknesses. Yes. Not the strengths you come here with. I feel like the strengths you come here with is just love and gifts and protection. What makes you truly stronger is overcoming the weaknesses you come here with. Right. And I believe you can overcome your weaknesses by using the strength, I mean, the gifts that God gave you. You know, God gave you That's why, and the promises, yeah. Yeah, and God's promises. Yeah. And it's about, it's about, like, like understanding all the promises all the gifts and then interchanging them like making them all work together for each other all his promises mixed with all his gifts it's like like you wouldn't like it just out of this world you wouldn't even imagine it it's like so powerful when you just mix his promises with the gifts and truly believe and give it your attention it's like that's why god is always saying seek my word seek my faith because he knows what your attention does. He knows that what you give your attention to will grow. So that's when you're right. seeking him, when you're seeking his face, his word, he knows that that's going to grow in your experience. And that's you're right. going to like live a life like some Wonderland life. Right, you know? right. Or at least like not a Wonderland life, but, no, but a life of righteousness and a life right. of peace. You know exactly. Yeah. But Sarge, you know, we, you in LA, right? You in Los yes. Angeles, California. So we always oh, wow. shout out a black business at the end of our podcast. So we oh, want to shout you out. Um, what's the name of your um, salon? Uh, right. Well, right now it's Glow and Flow Hair Salon. I'm located at 358 South La Brea, Los Angeles, California. 
However, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're closing down this week, and I'm actually mm-hmm. like about to move to another salon. What? So, <laughs> I'll oh update you guys with the address when I move. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, well, we gotta still know. gonna shout you out because you in LA. So if y'all in the LA area, y'all looking for a dope celebrity stylist, I'm telling you, this <laughs> woman <laughs> got hands. <laughs> I'm gonna have to come check you out. You, you got you got your page or whatever on Instagram. Yes, yes. I'm uh, for we you, style you on Instagram. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're gonna tag you on our um page and post your picture um on our page so everybody yes. can follow you and we definitely gotta have you back um father god i just want to thank you for bringing us together thank you for this day thank you for our businesses thank you yes. for loving us yes, showing god. us your grace and mercy god and we just ask that you protect all of our families and and keep us safe and bring more um people to you in jesus name we pray amen amen, amen. Thank you so much, Sarge. Thank I love y'all. you. Thank y'all so much. I Thank love you. And, um, you know, spread love, not hate. Thank you to all of our <laughs> listeners. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Bye, everybody. <laughs>